0: Hi, I'm Julie Mack, and this is The Five Minute Advocate. I cannot believe we are into our second week of a new government. It feels like like a million years since the last election. Well, actually, last week's election. Such is the speed with which we move on to the next thing, I guess. And I really don't want us to move on to the next thing quite yet, because I think we need to think about a couple of things. Certainly it'll take a few months to get an idea of how this historic government will function and govern. And I say historic because it looks like the Liberal Party has almost become uh, an endangered species in Western Australia and all but disappeared from the leafy, well-hilled suburbs that they controlled since inception, really. And historic because while the Greens have had a powerful presence in the Senate for quite a while now, they'll no doubt be making their policies felt in the House of Representatives with much larger numbers. And, of course, the dozen or so independents will have a huge impact on Anthony Albanese's agenda. Uh, when it comes to climate change and an anti-corruption commission, my concern is that might be the full stop bit of it. Anyway, and now we've got Peter Dutton and David Littleproud. I'm not going to even speak about them because they've had nine years of oxygen and they can have no more today. Today, I want to focus on a thing that really does need our attention right now, and that is that while the electorate were disenchanted with the coalition and to a lesser extent the ALP, there seemed to be a real consensus emerging that most people I spoke to were pretty appalled with the election coverage by the mainstream media. And to be clear, by mainstream, I mean News Corp, I mean Nine Media with the age of Sydney Morning Herald and even dear old auntie, the ABC. Just as the polling industry needed to take a long, hard look at itself after the election to discover where they got things wrong, I want to suggest the mainstream media needs to conduct a similar exercise in soul searching, because I don't know anyone except a few mates who are still reporters who think the media did their job of holding power to account or even helping the electorate understand who or what we could be voting for. You know, we had the yelling, the faux setups, the gotcha moments, the nastiness in the press conferences were really depressing and infuriating to watch. And even the um, election coverage by the ABC, the wash-up analysis we've had in the past week, beggars belief. As you know, I'm a big proponent of reality, and I feel like uh, there was a lot of unreality. On election eve, I had the opportunity to talk to a really smart, young reporter who spent a week with Morrison, a week with Albanese and a week with Morrison in their buses on their media trails. And I asked why the media was so ugly toward Albanese and so cloying to Morrison. Um, her Her response was really shocking. She said Morrison's people basically kept them really well fed, really well watered, really well briefed. They were arrested. You know, Morrison's people were really great, she said. Conversely, Albanese's people didn't treat them nearly so well. So they were a bit hungry, a bit tired, not as well briefed by the media minders. So I asked her and I said, so what we were watching were a pack of hungry and tired two-year-olds who were having a temper tantrum. Is that right? And she thought for a moment and said, yeah, kind of. Then even on election eve, you know, I don't want to name names, so I won't, but we had the bizarre spectacle of Tanya Plebisek finding out that they're about to form government and a reporter saying to her, I suppose you're asking yourself why you did so badly. You must be wondering why your vote's so low. Like, Tanya was incredulous and said, no, a win is a win. No, I'm not asking myself why I did so badly. Like, it was an extremely strange thing to ask someone who had just found out they had won an election, And in the wash up, we've, you know, there's another senior ABC reporter has said, quote, the Teals, that is the independents, the Teals here are not so unlike the Trump supporters in the US. Yes, they want different things. They're urban, elite, less unruly, but they come from the same sense of abandonment, disillusion and desperation. The psychology is still the same. End of quote. No, I'm sorry, reporter. The Teals are not the same as Trump supporters. In fact, it's entirely different because unlike Trump supporters, teal voters and teal candidates want change to protect the climate, to protect our democracy, to protect women's rights, to protect public integrity. This is entirely different from the narcissism that drives Trump and his band of followers. Look, if the media want to have any hope of reconnecting with the legion of readers and viewers they have rightly lost, they really do need to begin by asking how they became so captive to the state that they could no longer discern fact from fiction.